1: Need a high end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look. Be your own interior designer.
0: This is Affordable Interior Design, the podcast.
1: Here's your host,
0: Betsy Hellman. Hi, everyone. It is great to be back with you again this week. I am here with a guest. I always love having a guest. They provide inspiration, they help me to uh, think about new things in different ways because interior design seems like It's just sort of one topic, but certainly there's so many facets to any industry, and the same is true with interior design. So I'm joined here by Justin Breen. Justin and I just met by coincidence. We are in the same business group, Strategic Coach, and we were put into a breakout session on Zoom, and we just connected. I found him to be so intriguing, so interesting, and I really think he'll have some great things to share with you guys as well. So welcome Justin. Yeah, this is
1: exciting, Betsy. Um, you know, I'm very honored to be here. Our Colby scores Colby KOLBE. you're a six seven in the middle and I'm a six seven in the middle and that's very rare. And you know, interior design inside a building, I, you know, maybe we could talk about interior design within your brain today. That's the way I look at things. I interior design my mindset. And that's led to uh, designing the network of the highest performing entrepreneurs on the planet, which has created two global companies after having zero business background and you know four years ago. So, interior designing, whatever it is, it's it's designing the life you that you want. I think.
0: Well, and I think that aspect of your story is so intriguing. Four years ago, you had a totally different life, a totally different vocation. Tell us more about that leap, you know, what you did then, what you're doing now and why.
1: My understanding is a lot of folks listening to this, they, they're here, if they here, if they can see they're here, they want to get to here. They're here, they want to get to here. So that I don't usually talk about it, but in this case, I will, I wrote an international best selling book about, you know, because people are like, wait, you had zero business background four years ago. Now you have two global companies that works with the top entrepreneurs on the planet. I'm like, well, so here's how... Here's how that happens, 30 steps. Uh, And I'm just an entrepreneur who happens to be a journalist. I'm not a journalist. uh, I'm not a PR firm owner. I'm an entrepreneur who happens to be a journalist. And, um, you know, four years ago, I was working full-time as a journalist. Had my job salary cut in half. Couldn't find a job. uh, uh, Incorporated. uh, In over six weeks, reached out to 5,000 people. While I was working full-time at half the salary to get my first five clients. So one out of 1,000 people said yes. Uh, got a fifth client, signed the next day, and then Robert Peters, the top media columnist in the Midwest of the United States, and I started my own firm. So that was February 10th, 2017 to June 5th, 2017. So that's entrepreneur life.
0: Well, and it seems like a perfect time to tell people that you're actually recording in your backyard. You're enjoying this beautiful <laughs> September <laughs> weather as I can hear the emergency vehicles.
1: Ambulance. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You're looking <laughs>
0: in Chicago. Yeah, And so we had only met via Zoom. And you mentioned that, you know, you made this big leap and also that you met your business partner over Zoom and that you hadn't met this person, this person that you're in business with, your partner, until last week. So, yeah. you know, a lot of people would be really afraid to make such a jump. What no, do you no. need the courage no, no, no. to go to business with someone <laughs> <No>. on Zoom?
1: <laughs> yeah. So I'm a simplifier, meaning... Um, I take all this complexity in the world, I just hear blah, 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 and immediately simplify it into patterns, immediately. That's how my brain works. So if someone can talk to me for an hour and I'll hear blah, 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 and immediately turn it into a 400 word story or a three or four part pattern. That's how my brain works. And I haven't met one entrepreneur at the highest level. I'm not talking about small businesses. I'm not talking about regular humans. I'm talking about entrepreneurs at the highest level that hasn't overcome at least one of the following four things. Most are two or three, and the all four ones are really successful. So the four things, this is what separates entrepreneurs at the highest level from everyone else. So four things are bankruptcy or potential bankruptcy, two, depression, three, the highest level of anxiety you can imagine, and four, likely and or possible traumatic experiences of a child or young adult. So most people use those as excuses their whole life. Entrepreneurs at the highest level, entrepreneur life, figure it out. So I'm, I'm three of those four. The all four ones, there's a lot of all four ones in, uh, in Strategic Coach 10X where I'm at and, and in Abundance 360 Summit where I'm at. There's a lot of all four ones. And, um, you know, Entrepreneur Life, that's, again, just to get my company started, I was rejected 4,995 times to get five new clients. And when COVID started, I'm like, oh, you know, I posted this on social media at the time. I think at the time I had about 45,000 followers, now I have 50. And I'm like, oh, for people with the right mindset, this will be the greatest opportunity that's ever happened. And that's what's happened. So started a global company, second one with someone I'd never met in person until our big launch party a couple of days ago at Chicago Yacht Club. He's in San Francisco, also in strategic coach. We met on Zoom, realized we had the same mindset and we wanted to be a hero to the same people, highest performing entrepreneurs on the planet. And so we just created a second company to do that. Very simple.
0: Now you make it sound simple. Right, but Peter- well, it is
1: <laughs> for me. It for me, it is. That's what I mean. But so, like, you're a three implementer. Uh, for those who don't, you know, you use your hands and build. I'm a one. So if my sons, my sons are eight and seven. So if they ask me to like tie, I'll tie their shoes or put their bike helmets on or change a light bulb. That's very difficult for me. I can do it, but it almost drains. It drains all my energy immediately. But this, I just stay in my zone of genius, and that's the whole point about interior design whether it's in a room or in your head, I just stay in my zone of genius. So for me, this actually is very easy and it's very fun and it's very lucrative and it eliminates things that I don't want to deal with. That's the whole point. I've designed something that that is my game with my rules. I've designed that.
0: Yeah. Well, and you know, I think people are listening, especially to your story earlier, where you talked about being a journalist, where you talked about getting this major pay cut and you either had to just take it or- Figure it out figure it out. And I think these people listening, a lot of them are going through the same thing. Maybe they're working in jobs that aren't fulfilling or jobs where, you know, especially during coronavirus, there's no guarantee that's not a safety net anymore. And so they're not the same Colby score as you. And it may be more daunting for them. How would you help somebody who sees a lot of complexity make a leap? What would you say to somebody who can't see a way to their passion or their zone of genius
1: yeah and that's the really interesting thing is because most people can, they can't um, they can't do they can't they can't do this that's and that's okay by the way you know there's a statistic um, and you know I don't have the article in front of me but there's many articles four percent of the population worldwide are entrepreneurs and when I say entrepreneurs I mean small business owners any the restaurant owners and the people that I hang out with it I mean, it might be, you know, two to 3% of the 4%, if that one out of a thousand. So most people aren't, they're not meant for that. And, and that's great. That's great because um, because the world needs more integrators to follow through on the visionaries to get stuff done. Now that said, that said, I find that there's no excuses for finding something that you're good at and what you like to do. I there's, there's, there has to be ways to do that. Um, you know, my wife's a pediatrician. She's not, she's not an entrepreneur. She's not an entrepreneur, but she loves being a pediatrician. And she found a way to do that, going to medical school, whether it's a nurse, whether it's a teacher, um, the real, the real tragedy in life. And, and I think you, you talked about it already. There's, there's two reasons why people are so miserable that, that I've seen, because I see everything in patterns. One, they're doing something eight to 10 hours a day that they don't like to do and they're not good at. That's really sad. The really, really, really sad part is when they actually find out what they like to do and what they're good at and they don't do anything about it. And for me, that's inexcusable. Whether it's as an employee or as an employer, it's inexcusable. And because it's tragic, it's tragic. And if more people were doing what they like to do and what they were good at, uh, the world overall would be a very happier place. And I
0: completely agree. I mean, I think there is such a loss. You have one precious life, and if you find what you're wanting to do, and you let money, or lack of education, or any of the other excuses you can bring into it, and some of them are very valid. Like I definitely see the obstacles. I grew up, you know, with a mom and who was single and it was a different era when there weren't opportunities like there are now. And, and some people Mm -hmm. may still feel shackled like that. So now when we do have sort of a different generation where opportunities for online learning or even a more modest entrepreneurship, like a hobby business abound, you can find a way you should find a way. I think that's what you're saying. Um, Mm. That's sort of kind of what you meant. Well,
1: I, I think that's a I think that's a fair point. And again, that's the four things. So, are you going to let those four things? Are you going to use those as excuses, or are you going to use those as motivation? That's that's it. I mean, that's what separates people from finding what they you know actually executing and then using those. As a, that, so that's another interesting thing. Executing and excuse, excuse are very similar, very similar words in terms of how they sound, but they're totally different. Execute is, you get it done, excuse, you find a reason why you can't get it done.
0: And also, no don't all have to be that high level entrepreneur, that one absolutely not. one person, you know, that doesn't necessarily equate to success, which is why I love, you know, interior design. You can do it on the weekends, you can do it, you know, for your neighbor. It doesn't have to be on a high level, like say something like being a pediatrician or a lawyer, you know, you really can carve your own path, uh, especially in the United States where you don't need a license to become an interior designer. So there's so many ways to make an artistic dream come true. What advice would you give someone who is seeing the obstacles, kind of has an inkling of what they want, but doesn't know
1: what to do next. Yeah. I mean, so you you have affordable interior design and I know you love affordable until you love it. You love it. So that's why, I mean, you just love what you're doing. I, you know, I love what I do. Uh, I would do it for free. (laughs) It's not, in fact, I did basically for free for 20 years. (laughs) If you go into journalism, you're not going into journalism to make money. So it's always been about purpose. It's always been about purpose. I, to answer your question, there's a good trick to do to find out what you're really good at and what you like to do. And I've done this several times. And then I just kept working with higher and higher level people to really simplify it even more. But the first step I did was I wrote 30 things down that I did every day, every day, no matter how trivial. I mean, it could be anything from taking the garbage out, to turning my computer on to running anything. And, um, and then those 30 things, I looked at three of them out of 30 that I really like to do and what I was really good at, and I circled them, circled them, and then I made a, a couple sentences out of them, a couple sentences, and then um, then those sentences, then, then I started sharing that with my friends, and you know, my friends, you know, high-level entrepreneur, then they became higher-level entrepreneur, then they became higher-level entrepreneur, and they helped tweak it, and what it is now, what it is now, it's similar to what it was then, but what it is now is the purpose of my life is to be a connecting superhero for every visionary, abundance, investment mindset, an entrepreneur, and share their stories with the world. So besides hanging out with my family and friends, that is 100% of my day. Not 99, not 75, 100%. 100%. And I never get tired of it. It's fun. It's lucrative. It, 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 it's just, I love it. I love it. I'd actually like to know your unique ability or if you're, you're your own genius.
0: Well, that list of thirty things was depressing me, Justin. I, you know, I was on my list of thirty things. I consider myself a relatively high level entrepreneur. I am in year six. We this week, it's year sixteen of business, and so Amazing. I feel successful. I have a business that has visibility. I'm doing what I love, and it's really driven by purpose. But yes. when I think about my thirty things, I. Think there's only three things on there that I do every day that I actually really like to do. And I think, I think I'm still struggling. You know, it sounds like you've probably narrowed that list of 30 things. It sounds like you do maybe 17 things now and you like a lot of that. Oh no. no,
1: no, I do. Two, I do one thing. I do the purpose of my life. I do one.
0: Well, what about if the I don't
1: do teeth? something? Then...
0: Is that on the list? I was thinking like, <laughs> teeth, I like to brush
1: my teeth. I like to brush my teeth. You know what? I don't like walking the dog. I don't like walking.
0: (laughs) That's why you have a fenced backyard, which I can see. I see the dog wandering. Correct. You have a fenced backyard. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But I think. But that's interesting. You're talking about every. That's interesting. Yeah. When Um, I
0: heard write down the 30 things you do every day, I thought about, like, you know, I really hate taking a shower. I hate it. (laughs) I do. But I like flossing. <laughs> I don't like brushing. So maybe I got too granular. Maybe we have to limit the thirty things to things you do at work.
1: And this answers the question too: the Colby A index. Again, you're a six follow through and a seven quick start. That's very rare in entrepreneur world. Most most of the really high level entrepreneurs, they're like eight, nine, ten quick start and one, two or three So they're ADD, diagnosed or undiagnosed and they're all over the place and I have to hire a million people to actually do anything, which is great. Those are the people that change the world. And then my brain simplifies it, it simplifies it. And then uh, my top three strength finders are activate, maximize, achieve. So there's no ideation, there's no futuristic. It's just result, 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 result. It's so it's really fascinating collaboration. But I strongly recommend everyone taking the Colby A index stuff. It's 55 US dollars and it takes 20 minutes, but it's not your personality. It's how your brain thinks of things. And, and, the, and again, most entrepreneurs are, you know, the re- really good ones are at least the seven, like, you know, they're at least the seven.
0: And now it's time for a quick commercial break. You've asked for it and we have answered the call. You know a lot more about Colby than I do. Like, I love how you really tap into it. Well, you're a
1: four fact finder and I'm an eight. There's a big difference between them. The big difference.
0: So I took the Colby, but I didn't care to like figure out what it meant exactly. How about that?
1: Uh, (laughs) I did. That makes perfect sense.
0: Yeah. But, you know, I think that six, seven combo is a little bit of a trap because sometimes Hit the gas,
1: pump the brakes. Hit the gas, pump the brakes. Hit the gas, pump the brakes. And then I'm hit the gas.
0: Right, go ahead, sorry. Oh, no, 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 but you're exactly right. So I'll have the great idea and then I'll know I wanna execute it and it'll take me away from more good ideas to execute. It also took me longer to hire people. Because I could do the things as well, or I wanted to do the things as well. Correct. So I would have the idea and do the idea. And I slowed myself down. It's why, you know, I feel successful after 16 years, but I was a solopreneur for eight years and it was really bad news. I think actually. 10. And anyway, who cares? Let's, let's not go back in time. Let's only look forward. But because <laughs> I was able to, and wanted to do the things it stopped me from getting more done.
1: Yep. So this is how my brain works. I hear things and then I'm like, Oh, activate, maximize. It. Okay. So what you just said, I'm like, so here's this, Here's here's my solution to, cause you and I are very similar. So my first company I have some freelancers that do some of the stories, but this is so easy for me and so much fun. I do a lot of it myself because why wouldn't I? And it's, it's actually not a struggle. It's actually very easy. Um, but but with my new company, I couldn't do it. I can't, I can't do it. So all I did was instead of the traditional entrepreneurial route, because I'm, a, I'm an outlier of outliers, I didn't hire a million people. All I did was I found a business partner who virtually uh, who um, I would describe him as a visionary integrator. He loves all the backstage stuff, doesn't want the spotlight, but he's an, he's a nine quick start. So <laughs> boom, 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 um, boom. And he's a one fact grinder. I'm an eight, total collaboration. And, and he's a five foul drumstick and he's a six implementer and I'm a one. So total collaboration. So my point is I couldn't do well, my first company with the new one. So I had to, have collaboration. And that's what I'm doing. And he does all that stuff that I don't want. I'm not doing any of that. And it's a total partnership. It's not an employee-employer relationship. It's a 100% partnership. And that's why I'm so excited about it, because it's just technology for my brain. And it'll 100x, if not 1000x what I'm already doing. And I have to do zero extra work, other than throwing big parties and talking about it. But that's not <laughs> that's not work. That's and smart. that's
0: obviously that's something you were good at because I knew all about the party and it looked fabulous. If I was in Chicago, I would not have missed it. But I think the takeaway here is, you know, if people are sitting here thinking, I wish I was an interior designer or I wish I was following a different path, even if it's not interior yeah. design, the Whatever key... It is you know you have found the yin to your yang the person to do correct. the things you don't like to do and you know yes. the trap for me in creating a business is i would come up with the idea and i kind of like to do a lot of things so i would make the idea i came up with the vision of the house and then i would build the house and other yep. people could build it faster than me better than me yep. so better. i much better so get out of your own okay. way like you know correct I have an accountant and today I wanted to apply for a grant and there were all these different documents I had to do. And I'm like, I'm just going to pay her to apply for this grant for me, do it. you know, because <laughs> I could do it. I could slog through all my files. I know how to do this, but I shouldn't be doing this. So if you guys are feeling daunted listening, you know, just do what you like. And the thing that kept me from doing what I like to be totally frank, Justin, is not a need to control everything. It was, I grew up very poor and I felt like I didn't want to spend the resources to pay someone to do something I could do. I didn't want to do it. I didn't feel I was good at it, but I knew I could go back in the files and find all my tax documents and find all the stuff in the IRS. Yep. And so I want people to take away that the investment is always worth it and will get you there faster. I built mm-hmm. my own darn house. And I did. this is a metaphor, guys. This is a metaphor. I do not build houses, but I built every idea I had and it was not a good use of my time and it made me feel burnt out and it made me yep. feel this wasn't the profession for me because I was like, I got into this to design and I'm doing all this other junk. So I think what Justin is trying to say is find the yin to your yang, even if it means splitting the business with someone, right? As he has done with his new venture, even if it means, you know, paying someone before you've seen the revenue come in, because you'll be able to make revenue that much faster. And I had that short view due to my upbringing, but I wish I would have had a different view. I'd be somewhere a little bit further along, I'm sure.
1: Well, so Juan, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, I don't usually say this, but um, you know, I think you'll appreciate it and your audience will appreciate it. So my father died when I was thirteen. Uh, he was sixty-one when I was born. So he'd be one hundred five if he was alive now. And he was a World War II hero, but he, he died when I was thirteen. And um, and then I have a, my youngest brother died when he was twenty-nine of a drug overdose. He'd be forty, he'd be forty-one now. And uh, I have two other siblings, and they have, not, you know, that they're, that. They're, they're, uh, good people, but they haven't gone the route that I have. So they either go the route you and I have, or there's another route to go. And I don't, you know, so, so I understand that. I understand. Okay. And again, entrepreneurs at the highest level, that, that's just not what well, you just told me about growing up poor. That's entrepreneurial. I mean, I can't tell you how many entrepreneurs at the highest level I talked to that had no money. And uh, my firm is the first company is two billionaires that are clients. And I think six or seven people that are dirt broke. But they find a way to make an investment. No excuses to make the investment. Okay. So, the key word that you said there in that really good, really good example about yourself that really will be really helpful for your audience is you said the word investment. So, normally I don't do this, but I think people will appreciate it. So, I started my company, zero business background. The first investment I made in a group was maybe $200 a year, it was $200. 200, okay. And then I realized, okay, that's not the group for me. But okay, made the investment. The next one was 2,000 a year. Okay, starting to find some people that I understand and they understand me. Okay. Then someone in that group told me about Strategic Coach. They're like, you're not 2,000 a year. You're 10,000 a year investment. Okay, made made the investment. 10,000 a year. At at the time, that was a little over two years ago. That was a very big investment, but I made the investment. Okay. Ten thousand year investment. Then I'm like, okay, I'm not really the ten thousand. I'm gonna do the twenty-five thousand. So recently did the twenty-five thousand. Oh wow, big investment. Nah, okay. And then uh, someone in strategic coach told me about Abundance Three Hundred and Sixty, which at, for those who don't know, what it is top, you know, one of the top entrepreneur groups in the world. Okay, that's twenty k a year. So, but but I started at two hundred. Started at two hundred. Now I'm investing in those types of groups you know around 50 sixty thousand a year but I didn't start at 50 sixty thousand a year I didn't start at that I started at 200 I started at 200 and the first check I ever got that said my company's name Brevick, the first check was five hundred dollars five hundred dollars and I'll tell you they had they, it was in a, a little restaurant and they printed out the check they printed out the check and it said my company's name on it and I actually regret not saving the when I deposited it during the bank run. I regret not saving the receipt because it would have been funny. And uh, I, I, I'll just say that I, the checks I get now are much bigger than $500. But it started at $500 and it started at $200. It didn't start out at $50,000. It didn't start out at 20 It didn't start at that. But you have to start by making the investment. Because otherwise, you're just making an excuse. And no excuses, only investment.
0: Well, you know, if you don't play, you don't win. And And I think, you know, it's. When I go to Vegas, or I went to, I went to the Catskills, <laughs> and I went to a casino in the Catskills a few weeks ago, and I was only really willing to pay the like quarter slots. That was the cheapest they had because I'm oh, a nickel. No. Slot. no, 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 that's all I'm comfortable with. I'm a nickel slots girl, but they only had quarters. Like, this place is high roller in the Catskills, but you know, I know if I would have invested a dollar, five dollars, you know, everybody's always saying like twenty dollars slots or whatever. Yes. I would have been much more successful. I didn't win anything. I spent like you know, um, twenty dollars. But I knew <laughs> that, you know, I knew the outcome wouldn't be great, but you play with. Right as you can and then you invest more when you can. More. And yep. after 5 minutes of talking with you on just a random Zoom where we met in a breakout room I was like, "Oh, I am investing in this $25,000 program too." And guys, you know, listeners, we're not telling you to do that. But I'm just <laughs> saying no. every time I've taken a big leap, a leap that felt like a pit in my stomach like 3 years ago investing $10,000 in coach felt mm. like For me, we're the same person. Yes, it's paid (laughs) off. So I go a little bit slower than Justin. It's true. I think we all hear that now. But um, (laughs) I recognized, you know, you have to really take the risk to get the reward, whether that means going outside your comfort zone with your day job and saying, I'm going to work nights too, or I'm going to cut back hours, or I'm going to use my vacation to ramp something up in an interesting way. Uh, there's so many ways to make a minimized risk investment in yourself.
1: Man, that's, that's that's great. And here here's the beautiful thing. I'm 44. You're definitely younger than that. I'm not going to guess your age or say your age, but you're. I'm, I'm only sure two younger. years
0: younger than that, Justin.
1: Right. So here's the beautiful thing. This is just starting. Our journey's just starting. How oh, do you getting the? birth certificate or something. <laughs> exactly. I want to prove to you. Are you, really? Are you really?
0: No, no. Uh, I just <laughs> realized that my computer came unplugged, which is definitely not a high oh. level thing to be doing on a podcast, but it came on. <laughs> and I'm actually almost 43 November. So we're practically the same age, Justin. I'm just more conservative right. than you.
1: <laughs> it will only keep getting better and better. To your point, the bigger investments that I make, it's usually a hundred. That's why I'm so excited about the new company because it's just a way bigger investment in what I'm already doing with a partner who can help me do it way better and faster. Face nine quick start way better. Than, so that's my point. And I'd actually like to know if you have it because you're a four factor you probably haven't done it, but if you have send me your score, the, uh, the print, have you done that? Do you know what that is?
0: I've never heard of that. What is it?
1: Okay. I'll, I'll email it to you. Uh, there's a, there's a code for coach members, but so print P R I N T. And again, anyone can take this. It's your unconscious motivators. So people see the tip of the iceberg. They don't see, um, under the, the water. And, um, uh, I'll eight fact finder this 10 is the highest fact finder. I'm an eight. So that's pretty high. But um, so my, again, my top three strength finders are activate maximize achieve. So there's no overthinking. There's no feeling anything. I don't know. <laughs> I'm 34 out of 34 on empathy and 33 out of 34 on includer. Uh, my business partner, by the way, he's three on empathy. He's very high. in it. Um, but I, you know, I just do it. I don't overthink it. I don't feel it. I just execute, execute, execute. And anyway, unconsciously, unconsciously my print score is eight three so my main unconscious motivator is an eight which is to be strong and self-reliant which (laughs) might probably be yours (laughs) too probably yours too based on what i'm hearing although unconsciously it's harder to predict
0: and then my
1: my minor unconscious motivator is a three which is to succeed and achieve so those scores are all about execution and go for it. It's the go for it mentality. There's a lot of entrepreneurs where unconsciously they're motivated by thinking about things or feeling it, which with how you're talking, my guess is you have one of those numbers, at least one of them, because you have to think about it. You have to feel it. I don't have to feel or think about anything. I just do it. I just do it unconsciously that's what I hear is that maybe that's why it's taking a little longer because you have to feel it or really think about it, which is fine by the way. I don't, I just execute, 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 execute. execute. Yeah.
0: Well, I think something I'm really taking away from our conversation and something I'm just taking away from, you know, knowing you is that we need to know ourselves like i oh, know yes. my past motivations my childhood of seeing my mom work in a job she hated or struggled yes. with for people that you know didn't uh, understand her full value and not earning her, what yeah. she needed. And then growing yep. up were all translated into me being afraid to take risks, but afraid to work for others. So I was gonna mm. make my own way by myself as felt good for me financially. But the way Justin strong that, and
1: self-reliant.
0: Yeah, the way you're sharing how to know ourselves, you know, if you can't tap into your story, if you're not sure where your motivations are coming from, the Colby assessment. Is a great resource which we will put in the show notes. He mentioned a print assessment, which I can't wait to. Right. Take.
1: And Strength Finders too. That's a really. Are you high in ideation and Strength Finders?
0: Oh gosh, you, you know. know I'm low in Fact Finder, so I did take that one, and I have no idea. But I also, <laughs> I also love the disc assessment. That one's really good. You and I? Are you and I? Guess what? Other one.
1: Maybe some D. i'm the highest
0: id i'm right at the top in the middle i'm practically outside the circle what are you
1: i'm the highest d with a little i and the other two are totally right i'm the highest i'm off the page on d right so that makes perfect so i already knew so my brain immediately is and then immediately i can just tell i can just that's how my brain turns everything into patterns everything And you know what i love about
0: that is that not only do you know yourself Right, And that way you can figure out how to go into business for yourself, what leaps feel good for you, why you're doing that. You can understand your motivations, but then you can find like-minded people to partner with because you can know them. You learned Mike Holby and immediately knew that there would be synergy there. So I just think for people listening, if you've never taken an assessment, there's another great one called The Achiever, which I just love. I'm actually so afraid to take it. I make all my employees take it, but I've never taken it for myself because I can't handle the truth. It is so (laughs) in-depth that I actually don't want to know these things about myself, but you're making me (laughs) read. So guys, if you're questioning what your next step should be, if you're wondering, how do I even find this out? I love that 30-item list. Maybe don't include yeah. brushing your teeth, but I love <laughs> that item list and circling it. I'm going to be thinking about that as I think about my next steps. And really, I want you guys to check out our show notes, affordableinteriordesign.com podcast, to check out some of these assessments. It's a very minimal financial investment to learn so much about yourself. In fact, some of them are free. So. Okay. Justin, it has been so illuminating to talk to you. Where can people find you? Where can people learn more?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, thank you. It's funny because I knew this would be good because our brains are like very collaborative. And again, the middle two, Colby's. My new company is creating LinkedIn without the BS, but please reach out to me on LinkedIn at <laughs> 27,000 followers. So Justin Breed on LinkedIn is the, is the best way. And I like LinkedIn. I like, but it's a lot of spam. Um, I like it, but a lot of spam. So creating a, an option, an alternative to that that's much better and faster. So, But please reach out to me on LinkedIn. That'd be great. And the company's pronounced Brepik. The first one's Brepik, new one's Brepik Network.
0: So Wonderful. And we'll put all <laughs> that in our show notes. We'll put direct links so you can just <laughs> click to find Justin whenever you're ready. This has been very inspiring. What takes Justin four years to do takes me 16 years to process. So that's why I have to keep pulling his <laughs> but I know just being in your tailwind, Justin will inspire lots of people today. So thank you so much for all these tips, for your generosity of spirit, for sharing your background. Hmm. I know it's going to resonate with so many people and it certainly resonated with me.
1: Well, Well, thank you. But honestly, like your brains, like yours are the ones that employ everybody else and the ideas. So I'm very grateful for you. I mean, you know, you're showing me the way I'm not, <laughs> maybe I do it a little faster, but really you're the one showing, showing me the way and your story is very powerful. So thanks for sharing it with me and
0: your audience. Of course. Well, I'm going to try, I'm going to endeavor to become the 1% of the 4% in Justin's mind. That's going to be you my- You already point. are. Well, you're so kind. Thank you so much for joining us and check him out in our show notes, affordableinteriordesign.com slash podcast. Bye.